Sincerely Girls Like Us. We're so lucky to have you guys back here with us. This week, I think we're going to talk about a topic, or I know we're talking about a topic, that so many people can relate to, especially if you are 20 to 29 in that age range. I don't think age discriminates on this one. Really? I think it's relative or um, important to all of us. Um, The topic is, why am I so behind? Yes. Why am I so behind? So Carson, why do you feel like you're so behind? So I wrote some notes down here, and I'm just going to read them to you. And it says, as a 25-year-old, single, no babies, not even remotely about to be in a relationship, I feel like Christian culture in our society makes us feel like I'm so behind in life. And I don't necessarily feel that way because when I talk, I feel that way, but when I look at all the things that I have in life and the things that I've done, I'm 25, I have a house, have a business, have a car. You know, those things are important too. And I think that our society just focuses on like, well, you're not married and you don't have a baby and you don't have like this great relationship. And I'm like, yeah, but I have all these other things that I probably wouldn't have if I was in a relationship and focus on that. I think the first thing you need to note, though, is we need to stop allowing culture to drive the vehicle that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Culture should not drive in the direction in which you're supp- where you think you're supposed to go. So I think the important thing to note right there is that's an insecurity. Yeah. You know, and you need to be able to go, okay, take that head on at face value and go, this is what culture says I'm supposed to do. You know, another great example of that is right now we are navigating college decisions for my oldest daughter, you know, and which has quite frankly been a very frustrating process for our family because being that she's looking at art schools, the deadlines, due dates, those processes look very different than just if you're applying to an SEC school. Right. Okay. And most of her peers are applying to SEC schools or are looking to stay in state. They're um, content with that. And there's this push to go to school. Well, when you're thinking about arts programs and things, the life that we live as artists and creatives looks very different than the average person. Okay. And It's so easy for her to look left and right and feel like she's going to, quote unquote, miss out on the college experience because she's not doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I have to look at her and I've had to do this so many times recently. And I'm like, the life that you have lived thus far already looks so different Mm -hmm. than what they're doing. Stop looking left and right. Mm -hmm. Keep your eyes on the road and your hands on the wheel. Keep your eyes on your own paper. I just posted oh, about that today. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but it's so true. You know, you yeah. got to like keep your eyes on the prize. Like what are the goals that you have for yourself? Your goals may not look like everyone else's. So stop letting culture drive your vehicle. Yeah. And I think that in my life, I'm, I'm going through a transition of like, that's not really at the forefront of my mind, but for so long it has been. I have friends from high school that are already married, having babies. And like, I'm like, I feel like I'm so far behind, but then I'm like, None of these friends have businesses. None of these friends have any of the drive that I have. And I'm like, that's what makes us different. And it's okay that you're married and you're settled down. But it's also okay that I'm not married and I'm not settled down. Right. Because our priorities are different. Right. And I think that a lot of younger women, especially in the church, I think the church does a really bad job of of preaching to our generation people. Because it's always about 
oh, well, you're supposed to be fruitful and multiply. Like, you're supposed to get married. And it's just like, yeah, all those things are great and I want those things. But who says I have to have them at 25? Or who says I have to have them at 30? Right. You know? There is no timetable. No, there's not. And I hate that. The forefront of my mind now, my mindset has changed. And I think that once we change our mindset and really focus on what what's most important and for me right now it's building my relationship with Jesus and my business those are the only two things that I'm thinking about right well and here's the thing some people when they're in their calling Mm -hmm. Jesus may call you to a life of being single too or a season of single yeah and who's to put a who's who's right is it to put a timetable or Mm -hmm. a uh, an expectation of when those things are supposed to happen. You yeah. know, the things that you are supposed to do because you're called to do them look may look completely different than the person standing next to you. Mm-hmm. And some of that, I think, also comes from a type, a personality type. You know, yeah. you and I both are uh, a lot alike in many, many ways, but I'm also the inverse of what, you know, you're doing. I am mm-hmm. the one that you're talking about. You know, Luke and I got married when I was graduating college and we mm-hmm. had our first child and three years later we had our second child. And, you know, you're saying, why am I so behind or I feel behind? Culture says this. And you're like called in, caught in the culture trap. You know, I'm experiencing that at 40 years old is like, you know, there are things that I feel like um, because of the industry that I'm in, if you don't do like dance per se, if you don't go and audition and dance and live the dance life before you're 30 or 35, you're, it's very hard to get work in what I do. Yeah. So you're not cast anymore. You're like an outcast, if you will, Mm -hmm. because they want the next newest, young, brightest, most flexy, bendy thing. Or if you're trying to enter that job market at my age, it's very hard to get work because you don't have experience in said work. Mm -hmm. So I have a little bit of like, you know, why am I so behind feeling too, even at 40 years old? Because I'm like, my children are grown and they're, you know, leaving the home. And so now it's like my identity is changing. Like, okay, well, what's the what next for me? I put myself on the back burner for um you know 17 years Mm -hmm. and you know that looks so different for me now what do I want for myself you know I have allowed um you know their needs and their wants to come before mine so I definitely don't think age discriminates and the why am I so behind because I think it just looks different for every person at every different stage of your life so what are some things that you can do to try to combat the feelings of culture first you know I think I have to tell myself and and I write this stuff down and I'm just like okay it's almost like comparison and I say this often comparison is the thief of joy yeah and I'm just like I've just been so caught up in always comparing myself to other salon owners or comparing myself to other hairstylists and I'm just like why do I do that to myself compare myself to other Christians compare myself to my friends who are who are married you know and I'm just like we're walking different. We're on different levels. Right. You know? Well, your journey has been completely different. Your life experiences are different. Mm-hmm. You have arrived on time. Yeah. You know, and that's something we've been talking a lot about in our house right now with our oldest daughter, too, that, you know, there are a lot of people who are stressing this college decision or, you know, you're stressing the next decision of life that you're entering, you know, no matter what age you are. 
And you need to take a step back and go, and this was the most refreshing thing I've ever heard my oldest daughter say. She said, you know, I'm just not worried about it because whatever is meant for me will come to me. Whatever is ordained for my life will come because I have full faith, rest, assurance that God is going to open the doors that are meant to be open and close Mm -hmm. the ones that were meant to be closed. And that's a hard thing to say in the industry that we're in because you want every door to be open Mm -hmm. because every door that is open means that you're working. And that means that you're, you have an income to provide for yourself and um, the industry that we're in is so volatile, but Mm -hmm. I think that's the service industry or entertainment industry period. Yeah. And with that behind every no is a yes. And with opportunity, with life, with relationships, with friendships, like, I mean, I just relate that to dating. I'm like, okay, like if homie don't want to go out or if I say no to him, that means I have the opportunity to say yes to somebody else. Or if I say no to this renter has the opportunity to say yes to somebody else. Like that's just kind of how I look at it now. And I think my outlook is different, but I do think I still fall back into that trap of, gosh, I'm so behind. Like I just turned 25 this year. Like, you know, I've been single for so long and I'm like, that's not the most important thing in life. No. And I have to, I just feel like I've been conditioned to, to feel that. And I don't know how to, I mean, I'm breaking the cycle now, but like back then I'm like, how do I get, get over this? And I think it has a lot to do with like doing a lot of things by myself. And I don't want to say isolated cause I don't feel like I'm isolated, but I just feel like I do a lot of things by myself and I get a lot of things done by myself. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's viewed as being a bad thing when you're a woman and you're, you're dedicated to the grind. <laughs> Like, who do you think is responsible for, this is a really poorly formulated question, but I I think the thing that I'm trying to get at is, like, why do you think that we are so gullible or have been so easily manipulated into thinking that this is the norm, that this is what we're supposed to do? I think it's a South thing. I think think growing up in the South, because I, I had a cousin who moved from from here to New York and she's like it is a complete 360 like people here don't get married till they're 35 40 and she's like we're so conditioned to get get into school graduate high school go to college graduate college get married have babies start businesses don't start businesses work come home do the mom thing like we're so conditioned to do that I think in the south that's a huge south thing she's like that's not a thing here in New York (laughs) she's like it's honestly so refreshing. So, I mean, she's helped me in that aspect as well. I just know that I know other women struggle with, other single women struggle with being single and being older. So I feel like I can relate to them. Um, and that's kind of my reason why I wanted to talk about this because I do think sometimes I get in my head and say, like, God, I'm so behind, but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> But don't you think that has something to do with the fact that a lot of things are romanticized in ways that they really probably shouldn't be? Like, I mean, it goes back to those unrealistic expectations that we even place on our friendships Mm -hmm. or on our relationships romantically of our, our spouses and our partners. We just think that everything's like happiness and bliss and you know, really a lot of that is in like the honeymoon phase, you know, mm-hmm. they you know, friendships have that too, like where you're always hanging out with someone. And then that first time that something happens where they annoy you, that's like the pivot point, you know, mm-hmm. where you have to decide, okay, do I really like this person? Right. Do I really want to hang out with them all the time? Right. Is it something that I'm, lo- I'm willing to look past? And that's why I also think it's important to have 
establish boundaries for yourself. Like you have to know yourself first. That's why self-care is so important because if you don't know yourself, you don't love yourself, then how can you ever expect to be in a healthy relationship with someone else? Right. And I think the steps of taking that is realizing wherever you are, college, in ministry, I mean, wherever you are in life, you're not behind. You're you're never, hold on, there's a quote that said, I saw this the other day and I really needed it that day. But it was like, you're never late for God's plan for you. Right. You're never late. And like, perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's so comforting, mm-hmm. especially to Christians. Like, that's so comforting to know that the path that I'm on, I'm supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. And the people that come to me are supposed to be in my space. Yeah. The people that I meet, are, I'm supposed to meet. Like, I, I just think, going back to what your daughter said, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, what will be for me will not pass me, and it's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. Yeah. Well, and remembering that everybody is not your body, and what's mm-hmm. good for that body is, may not be good for yours. That's spiritually, mentally, physically. And so mm-hmm. our paths are never meant to look the same. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, we might, we might be in a situation together. Let's say we're in a car, okay, and we get in a wreck. And your experience and your recollection of that wreck is going to be and feel completely different than mine. Mm -hmm. You may have already experienced another car wreck in your life, and it may be way more traumatic for you. Or it may be more traumatic for me because it's my first one. And in thinking about that, that's basically how we all go through life. Our life experiences are so different. Mm -hmm. You might have had a very similar experience, but the way that your body and your mind process that information then shapes the outcome or the what next for you Mm -hmm. and so why is it that we just continue to allow ourselves to look left and right and then fall into that comparison trap time and time again when in reality we all know that we're not called to be and do the same things right so you know as we move forward into the busyness of the holiday season and the end of your things you know as silly as it sounds, you know, we all have an expectation of what Christmas is supposed to look like and feel like. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have an expectation of what New Year's is going to look and feel like. What if we just take a minute or a moment's pause to kind of take a step back and just kind of try to sit in that moment, Mm -hmm. like not fall into the comparison trap or the expectation of like, okay, well on New Year's, I'm supposed to do this and I'm supposed to set new goals for myself after the first of the year. And I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to like meet those goals. And if I don't meet those goals that I'm a failure, no, that just means that you probably set unrealistic goals for yourself or maybe you set too many Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe this holiday season, you really just need to take a moment's pause and go, okay, well, just because we did that last year doesn't mean that I have to do that this year. Right. Do you think that, because of the season of life you're in, when you are in your small group, this would be a really great question for your small group, actually. Um, Because I would love to hear the male perspective of this. Like, do they also feel the same pressure to get married and have kids Mm -mm. that women do? Because I, I, I don't know, because I really, I mean, I think they feel that pressure, but it's different. They, no, they feel, I've actually had a conversation with someone about this. They feel the pressure of, they have to go like I have to start a business or I have to be good financially before I meet my person or before I'm willing Mm -hmm. to put my all in a person Mm -hmm. versus I think girls and women or for me I'm just like baby I'm running that race too like I'm I'm building my business you can build your career and we can build together Mm -hmm. versus men some and I'm not speaking for all men but the men that I've talked to about this I don't know what it's called it was he he ended up asking me this question and I was like 
no, like I don't feel that you have to be financially stable to buy a home to have a wife or like financially stable to have a girlfriend. Like I think you can pour into your career and pour into somebody as well. Like you, you can have both. That's interesting. It's just prioritizing. I've heard, like conflicting views on that because to me, you know, like the bare minimum is like not necessarily financial stability, but maybe financial responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah, that's huge. That's one of my things. Like, are you good with money? Right. I just think it's maturity. And men mature later in life. So maybe that's why older men are willing and able to be with someone. Like a lot of people say, oh, I like older men because they're X, Y, Z. And I'm like, you probably like older men because older men are established in their careers or they're they're just now looking for a relationship. You can see the faces I'm making right now while she's talking. Are you <laughs> like, not listening to no, am, am I wrong? No, I'm listening. I'm just thinking to myself, like there's also the saying you like can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, yeah. maybe he's just established in his ways and that that is another That's thing. That's dangerous. That is dangerous because mm-hmm. if he's not willing to change or is not willing to entertain conversation about, you know Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's it's a another. double it's a double edged sword for sure because I'm like, do I want to be with someone who has experienced life in all aspects? Like Mentally, physically, emotionally, because men, I feel like, get their heart broken once and they bring that. They bleed on people that didn't cut them. We do that, too, though. But we do. But I'm saying I think men, when men get hurt, I think it's harder for them to recover than it is for us. And I think the male ego is way more fragile than we'd like to admit. Yeah. And I think that that goes back to this topic. Men might think the same way. Like, I'm I'm growing up um, in my career. When is it going to be my time? Like, they don't Mm -hmm. know how to date because they've never dated. Mm -hmm. They've never given the opportunity today. Or they've never, in their mind, they're like, I'm not really dating because I have to have this, this, and this before. Mm -hmm. I have to be able to take care of my woman. And I can't do that, you know? So then they carry the, like, I'm behind a little bit differently, too. This is just, like, from a financial perspective, maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are other things, too. I'd love to hear that if um, if you're out there and you're listening and you feel differently about that. Of course, like, DM us. I will tell you that one time, um, this is, like, way personal. I hope this is okay to share. (laughs) (laughs) Raw and real. Right. Uh, So so, um, my husband and I, we were, like, know kind of button heads a little bit and um he like got really frustrated with me and and I was just like what's the deal you know like okay like spill it like whatever it is I mean I can I can handle it whatever it is you know and he was talking about the weight and the pressure of the lifestyle in which we had grown accustomed to living and always feeling like he had to make more and more and more money to Mm -hmm. like you know maintain the lifestyle in which we lived and I was like in my head I'm mentally thinking okay well we're women and I think that's another thing too like most men don't realize the amount of the pink tax okay like you go side you go into a target or wherever and you pull up men's deodorant versus women's deodorant now I think the gap is closed a little bit because there's but there was an awareness of this I think like five seven eight years ago and people were like raising cane about like the pink tax but their razors are significantly cheaper than our razors, but are better razors. They're sharper mm-hmm. razors. Like just crazy, like tampons, makeup, things. They like the way that we look. They like what they see. They don't like the maintenance and the fees that are associated with that. Right. Okay. So now we have a house full of three women. So it's me. <laughs> Girl boss. And, right. Girl power. So, right. So it's like me and two, my two daughters. And, you know, you know, we're all, we all have those quote unquote maintenance fees, if mm-hmm. you will. And, you know, we liked, we don't 
we don't always go get our nails done. We don't always do stuff like that, but we do from time to time. And that stuff is just expensive. Okay. So we're talking about that. And he's like, you know, just the weight of like the financial responsibility of that. And I literally had to look at my husband. And I'm like, and I feel like, you know, after all this time, you should know this, like, come on, give me a break. I literally looked at this man. I said, the only person and the only thing I need in this world is you. We can stop traveling. We can pull our kids from the school in which they go to. They go to a, a private school. We can stop travel. We can do all of that. We can sell our house. Yeah. I don't need anything in this world but you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. And you could just see it wash all over him. Mm-hmm. So I do think you're right. I think that their why am I behind looks way different than why, our, why am I behind because mm-hmm. – um, I think that they're the burden that they carry is financial and they want to be able to provide for the people in their life, male that or they female, love that they yeah. love and they care for. And so, you know, as his spouse, you know, I could sense that something was up and I was like, okay, well, what is it? And I, and it wasn't even that we, I think he just needed to like be heard. Yeah. It wasn't even like he really wanted us to change anything about what we were doing. It mm-hmm. was just like the weight of that over time and it was like he wanted to he needed verbal affirmation to feel like the work and the effort and the things that he does for our family were being appreciated. He felt unappreciated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that was like never my intent. Like we, we were just busy. And our schedules are so full that I hadn't taken the time to just sit and be in the presence of my spouse mm-hmm. to let him know verbally. He's a words of affirmation person verbally how thankful I am for all the things that he does for our family. You know, and I'm the same way too. Like I'm a words of affirmation person and he has over time learned that about me. And then, you Mm -hmm. know, in our relationship, he'll have to sometimes sit down and just like, let me vent and then be a words of affirmation blanket for me. And Mm -hmm. he does that for me and then I'm good. And sometimes we just have to like be in tune with the people that are around us to step in and be that for them to say, you know what? You're not behind. Mm -hmm. You're right on time. And everyone's and realizing that everyone's in a different journey. Right. Our journeys look different. Both of us are business owners, but our journeys are different. And it doesn't mean that each of them are wrong. You know, we're both successful in the things that we do. And that's great. But we did it at different times in our Mm -hmm. lives, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think the takeaway from this is that even if you feel this way, you're not behind. Mm -hmm. And I hope this is comforting to the people that feel that way. And especially at the holiday season, busy hustle and bustle. Right. We can feel behind in, in our jobs, in our life, relationships, friendships, anything, in mm-hmm. any any topic. So we just want you guys to um, just kind of relate to us. We're relatable. <laughs> I think well, we are. Just like rest in the fact that you are capable and some of that requires planning. Yep. Um, some of that requires patience and some of that requires self-care mm-hmm. and you know, as you continue to pour out to the people that we love, you still need to take the time to identify those goals that you have for yourself and then also acknowledge that you're right where you're meant to be. Yeah. And with time, they will come. Yeah. And and telling yourself that over and over again. Everyone needs a reminder. So this is your reminder today. Or just, you know, <laughs> you could do the post-it no method. I used to do that a lot when I was yeah. younger. Um, because I'm a very visual person also, and I would literally have to take a post note and I would put it on my mirror in the bathroom Mm -hmm. or actually, um, in my office, I have a, like a whiteboard Mm -hmm. and, um, to remind me like, you know, 
where your heart is, your treasure will also be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to prioritize the things that are the most important to you. And you have to figure out what that that the, that tiered pyramid looks like. And mm-hmm. for me, it's Jesus and then my family and then my, my work mm-hmm. and the things that I feel like I'm called to do. And, and each one of those little things in the pyramid or in the hierarchy, sometimes I can feel like I'm behind in one place or the other, but then I have to stop and go back to the top of that pyramid and go rest in Jesus. And then he reaffirms me. Mm-hmm. He reminds me. Right. So you're right. I mean, it's a daily affirmation, Carson. You have to go back and say to yourself mm-hmm. daily that I am right where I'm meant to be. I'm right where I'm called to be. And um, whatever is in God's will will be. Yep. So hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Holiday <laughs> season. And we will catch you when we're talking about all things parents. Yes. We're gonna talk about our parents. How exciting. My parents are probably like losing their minds right now. Oh, <laughs> mine as well. I know like, my what parents. What is she are gonna listening. say? What is she gonna say? <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.